Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host, Kimber lovett Minkiti. I'm Tiffany Fikes. And I'm Seychelle Van Poole. Um, so hi, everybody. How are you, by the way? How's your week? Uh, so good, except it is storming here like nobody's business. So if y'all hear a crack of thunder through my mic, do not be concerned. But it is crazy storming. Really? Are yeah. You- I feel like the whole country is getting hit with really weird weather right now. Kimber, are you guys getting crazy weather 100%. too? 100%. We had like uh, all the schools were closing early, earlier this week because we had storms. <gasps> really? And they were like, really? it's going to be heavy winds because, you know, of course, it wasn't even snow. Everyone's yeah. been racing yeah. for this wild snow. And so yeah. literally, I, you know, we dropped the kids off and then it was like one o'clock. They're like, all your, you need to have all your kids picked up by one o'clock and off. <gasps> You're like, so I have four different schools. Yeah. How many places? Exactly. How many three, schools are they at right now? Three campuses. Like, right. You know, DC oh. is a little bit more like, you know, like rough, tough. They're like, we got this. We're not sending these kids home. We're, we're going to make it to the end of the day. So anyway, it was, it was wild. <laughs> so if I'm with you, we, yeah. So uh. racing for heavy in the district. I know we're. We're racing for a freeze this weekend, and y'all know Texas. It's uh, Tiffany being from Texas, so the whole state's preparing to just, like, lose their minds. So it's going to be so exciting. <laughs> Which means Everyone's people have lots of time out. to listen to lots of fabulous podcast episodes, and we're glad you're That's right. <laughs> so go and binge some of ours because they're going to be great. So as we roll into spring, you've got lots of opportunities for snow days. So these will be fun episodes for you. Well, I was I was thinking about this episode because um, the three of us and um, uh, four of our other dear friends um, serve on the board of a company called Her Best Life. And last December, at the end of last year, we all as founders all came together for a day um, to evaluate the company, right, and our mission and where we're heading. And we, you know, we started the company in 2019. And I have to say. For seven people all busy with other companies going on, we have had exceptional growth. We've built this incredible company that's impacting lives. Our team from Her Best Life is doing great. And so we've had all this amazing growth. And um, it was really cool for us to come together and have the opportunity to take a look at how far we've come and also um, to make sure we're growing and heading the direction we want to go. And I just, I thought it was really great. So I thought, I thought we could kind of pull that pull that in for you guys for today. I love it. Yeah. I think it's so important to stop and pause. Like that's the whole point of retreats or advances or whatever it is that you you call it. But as a leadership team to reevaluate, are we going in the the same direction that we thought we were. Not have yes. we drifted from our mission, but mm-hmm. is our has our mission changed as an organization? Yeah, um, I think that's imp- an important question to ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I love I love too that we were like you know our I think if we had left our our mission statement alone, which our mission statement was to amplify the voices and lives of women in business around the world. If you left that by itself, I actually think we're still fulfilling that mission. But I think the the thing that we all realized was if you read our mission, mission statement, you wouldn't actually know what you get with us. And so as a, a board and as a leadership team, we all started talking about, well, how, how do we know if we're fulfilling our mission? If you came to our organization, does our mission statement clearly express to you what we're wanting you to get out of it? And so we got to have like this really half of our retreat was really spent around clarifying what that actually needs to look like, which I love. So it was really great. It is. And it's such a, it's, 
it really shows up across life, right? Like we end up in businesses, areas, like geographically, jobs, relationships, friendships. I mean, our physical bodies, right? That we start started out one way, what we wanted, right? Something that we wanted, we desired. We really thought that that was the direction we want. And we might wake up and say like, is this still what I want? Is this still fulfilling what I want? How did I get here? And is it actually, you know, where I want to go? So I think that's, that's often something that we don't get the space, like Tiff, what you're saying, like the time and space to really reflect and say, is this, is this really where we want to go? And then how, we were, we're misaligned. And then we're trying to figure out, is it okay, right, to actually pause and maybe shift directions? And I think in, in our story and my family's story, that's a big part of what we do well. And that people are always like, how do you do that? Like, how did you do this? How did you take this trip? How do you like, or why, or how did you know? And it, and it comes to those moments in time where we have put our head down, we've gone in a, in the direction we were pointed. And then we pause and say, is that still the direction we want to go? Is that still, or are we just doing this because we've always done it? And what could be possible? So that's what I'm excited about today is to give you guys a framework to do it across all the parts of your life, your family, your business, you know, your marriage, your friendships. It can be your health, all these things. Like, are you just doing what you've always done because you're on autopilot or is it an intentional direction that you're heading? So we are going to, that's, what we're going to visit today. Yeah. Writing so last a mission night, statement. So Carter, I just, and yeah. I think this was last night comes home and, you know, I don't know if you guys, these, these tween teens, right? Like they're watching TikToks and all these things all day. And so he's like, I can't, I, you know, after school today, I was watching a YouTube and this guy was like, if I put a number on your forehead right now, and it was how many years you had left to live, what would you be doing differently? And he said, mom, if somebody put a five, on your head today, what would you do differently? And I think when you think about mission, like sometimes we just, we, we're, we're head down doing whatever we want to do. But if, if you literally, somebody said, this is it, like, right, this is how much time you have left. If you had the gift of knowing that or, or the right challenge of knowing that, what would your mission be the same? Would you really want the same outcomes that you're pushing for right now? I love that. Well, and the until we had done this exercise the way we're going to actually work you all through it today i'm i'm going to be honest i didn't really understand how to create a mission statement it didn't connect the dots for me and i had been through probably a dozen different ways of having it explained and so i just want to give a huge shout out to kw kids can which is a nonprofit organization for kids for creating this like framework for how you do a mission statement and also evaluating if, to Tiff's point, sh should it change? Is it, can it change, right? Is this what I want? Um, and also a shout out to um, one of our dear friends and co-founders of Her Best Life that did this session with me at our flagship event, Diane Griffin. She did a really beautiful job of helping to facilitate with the, this with me too and kind of break it down and explain it. So I'm excited we're going through it today because um, – it's it's something that I feel like I kind of floundered around with for a long time and, and didn't really fully get it. So I'm excited we get to, to share it with y'all today. Well, and a lot of people think it's one and done. Like we've heard that feedback before. Like, yes. oh, I've already done this exercise. Like, yeah. oh, no, no. I know my mission. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. Yeah. And mm -hmm. you very well may, and it very well may be exactly the same. And that's awesome. But it's the act of revisiting it the reflection, doing the exercise where you can find the nuance that you may 
get even more passionate about. It may give you even more clarity on what your yeses are and what your noes are. And so don't just dismiss this like, oh no, I know my mission. I feel great about my mission. Cool. Still do this exercise with us because even the person who wrote this exercise for KW Kids Can was at our event and she did it. And that was one of her takeaways was she was like, I changed something in my mission statement after doing this. And I would have told you ahead of time that I knew my mission and that I was perfectly aligned. So that is slightly more indecisive like me. The gift of this is that going into it, it can change. So you're not so committed. So if you've resisted doing the mission statement, because it feels like this overwhelming thing that once you commit, you can never change it. So it has to be like perfect, right? Like my perfectionism shows up 100% here. And this was actually such a gift because I was like, oh, wait, I can actually say something in the world and revisit it. And so it's okay to put something down and have it not be perfect and not something that I have to be committed to for till the end of my life. And so if you've never done this, I invite you to come into it knowing that it doesn't have to be perfect at the end and you don't have to be married to it forever. Right. That's you married to it. We date mission statements. We don't marry them. We date mission statements. So I love that, Kimber. So start dating. <laughs> so <laughs> we are dating whatever happens at the end of this episode. Um, okay. So let's start off with the big question. Why am I alive? That's how you want to start your mind thinking about your mission statement if you're doing it personally. If it's your business, you're thinking, why does this business exist in the world? It's your big why question. I love that. And it's um, it's something that's really great to take five or 10 minutes and just journal. Like, don't be in judgment of anything you're writing down. Just write whatever comes to your mind down and just write it and keep writing. Um, and then the second thing that after you're done, like, you know, and if you're doing this exercise with us, put us on pause for a minute, do the exercise, and then start us back up in five to 10 minutes when you're ready. So once you've done that, come back to us. And now what we're going to do is we're going to just make sure we clearly understand. This one was huge for me. We need to clearly understand the difference between a goal and a mission. If you're a leader, an entrepreneur, or a strong business person, chances are you nail goals. Check. It is done. I set out to do something. I did it. I accomplished it. I am on to the next thing, right? Leaders and entrepreneurs are very good at goals. And a goal is a specific desired result, right? A goal is a specific desired result and it can be completed. That's the best part. With a goal, you know, did I do it or did I not? So an example of that, right, is to obtain my personal training certificate from a top-rated program, right? Or to sell X number of units or to hire X number of people or become number one in my area. Um, You can tell if you did it or not. A mission is different because a mission is your life's purpose. It's why you are here. And it's always in progress. So for people that are very goal-oriented, it feels a little weird because the goal of the mission, if you're allowed to have a goal of a mission, the goal of the mission is to never fully outlive the mission statement. It's never fully to complete it because if you're if you're on a journey big enough, if your mission is big enough, it's something that can fuel you and give you energy for years to come. And so an example of that could be like the mission of my life is to help others create optimal health 
through my example and my training if someone was a personal trainer, right? And so you could see their goal if they were a personal trainer is to complete training and get a certificate versus their mission is to help others create optimal health through their example and their training. And they could out, they could live that forever, right? You could do that forever if, if that was your, your life's mission. And I'll say that um, in uh, 2020 when our team fell apart, when I looked back, this is a big mistake that I made is I actually had our mission was to build a business so big that no one ever wanted to leave it. And there's two things. Number one, it's a flawed goal because you can never actually accomplish that. But number two, it was a goal. Um, and so when we were building a business, no one ever wanted to leave it. And then everybody left our business. Not only did I feel like I, I failed as a leader, right? And I needed to have some self-reflection and grow and learn through that. But I also when I was doing this exercise now three years later, so it took me a little bit to figure this out, when I was doing this exercise, I went, oh my gosh, I had tied my personal mission, my identity, my success or my failure to an actual goal, not a mission. And so all of a sudden when I started doing this of why am I alive and realized I, I want to create an environment where people are happier, healthier, and wealthier through our time together, that all of a sudden connected with me differently than creating an environment so big no one ever wants to leave. Because I can tangibly see if people are happier, healthier, and wealthier because we're together. And if they stay with me or don't, my identity is not tied to that, right? And so just sharing with you all kind of a personal example of a fail for forward, I think that's why when my team fell apart, it hit me even harder. It was because I had mistakenly taken my mission and attached it to a goal. And then when the goal failed, not only did the business you know, fall apart. But I feel like I personally then fell apart too. So if you're in that boat, just know you're not alone. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think there's any business leaders that haven't screwed that up, like tying their identity to their business success or to some sort of success in business. So yeah, you are not alone. You are absolutely not alone, which is why this is such a powerful conversation. So we're going to get tactical so you can get started. So step one, right? Tiffany kind of walked us through like thinking about this big life question of why are you alive? But step one is really also to to take that even deeper in. What are you interested in? What gives you energy? What are you passionate about? I really love to look back on the year. Look at the calendar. Look at the high points. I have a joy folder for my pictures each year. And so when there's something that really just fills me up and gives me a lot of joy, I drop it into that folder. And so when there's a hard season or hard day, hard moment, I have this place that is very visual and is connected to these powerful experiences. So if you were to go back and look at your phone from last year, like where, what, what, what topic, what people, what causes, what moments really lit you up and created that passion? And ultimately, like that question of how do you want to impact others or the world? Like, what are those moments? And sometimes it doesn't have to be like this massive, like, right, like I'm going to like create clean water in another country. Like it doesn't have to be this, like it, it could be something that like that is actually a smaller, like, right, quote, but that really feels powerful for you. So take some time in step one. And really, it's another reflection of where are you getting that energy? Where are you feeling that impact? Where are you feeling drawn to? When do you wake up and you could do it all day long and and literally feel like you could keep running? Um, What are those things for you? Make a list. So yeah, put that on the left side. And then on the right side, step two, what are you good at? Because that's one thing on the left side, don't worry about if you're good at it. It's just, do you, do you like it? Are you interested in it? Does it draw you? Does it give you energy? On the right side, we're going to write down, what are you good at? 
So that looks like, what are the things that come easy to you? What are, like, what gives you energy too? What fills you up? What do your friends say you're good at? Um, And I like looking back over my entire life, which sounds like really dramatic, but like, just go back to like third grade. What did you love to do in third grade before we'd learn to edit ourselves? Like, what were those things that we loved? What did we want to be when we were in third grade or fourth grade or, you know, whatever, pick a non-traumatic year in elementary school. And, and who were you then? Um, and, and just, do you see that anywhere else in your life? So one of the things I realized in that exercise, so I went back and I was like, what did I do? I made plays for the neighborhood. Like I would gather the kids and write the thing and we would perform it for the, um, uh, for the parents. And, um, I also could see the entrepreneur. I was like, we will sell tickets and we will do blah, blah, blah. But it was more about the experience at the time. And then I was like, okay, have I always done that? Is it the storytelling? Is it the experience? What's the piece of that that goes through my life? And I realized, so it's the experience creating. I am creating an experience for other people. That's something that I really love to do. And even my wedding, like my wedding, I, my goal of my wedding was not, I have this amazing dream of what I want my wedding to look like. Nope. I said, I wanted to have the most fun wedding because I hated going to boring weddings. And I was like, I'm doing this different. We're going to create a wedding that other people love to come to and remember it as being so fun. And so we had our reception at Dave and Buster's and it was like unheard of and crazy and people still talk about it. And, you know, that just became another touch point where I'm like, yeah, I like people experiencing something they've never before and having emotions, positive emotions around that. And so, okay, that's something that I'm good at because I can see that I have done it, not for money, all throughout my life. And so like that's that's what I mean when I say look back and what you're good at. Yes, do strength finders. Yes, ask your friends what you're good at, but reflect back on your life and find the the thread that has always been there that you maybe have forgotten cuz I had totally forgotten most of that stuff. So, that's I what I love that. Your second column is Tiffany, can I ask you a question? When when you were discovering that, you also were you also found the book The Art of Gathering. Had you discovered um that like creating experiences was part of that or did that book also spark part of that? Cuz I feel like those were kind of around the same time when you were really like piecing it all together for you. I actually think that book sparked the memory because everything Mm. in it, I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. And then I realized, oh, in college, I created something called Summer of Fun, Summer of Fun is what it was. And it was a huge (laughs) calendar and it was the movies we saw and the trips that we took. And it was for all of our group in college and people came and went and, you know, it made me, and I did this crazy scavenger hunt thing. And um, the book sparked a memory that then I started pulling at that thread that then made me realize, oh, that's why I'm drawn to this book because it is who I am. It's what I've always done. And I just forgot because I got so busy and I got so successful down in another and, direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, sometimes you miss and, the theme, right? That that the power oh, of yeah. writing down some of those memories. It's what I love about even the career visioning process of just that motivational. Like when you're doing that, sometimes you don't even see it. 
yourself, right? Because it's oh, been yeah. such, oh, it's yeah. such a part of who you are. And then when you actually start to like see it, or definitely when you're doing it with someone else and somebody's circling or identifying those themes, then all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's a theme. It wasn't just like this season of my life. Like it's been likely for a lot of us present, but you might not even realize it, right, Tiffany? Because you just, you just, I mean, it's, it's definitely been your gift to the HBL community of like you, that this theme of experiences. And then it's this light that you're like, oh, that that actually is the thing. That's the gift. Yeah. Well, in those two charts, you're looking for the overlap. Where is what interests you and what you're good at? Where do those cross? Because that's the gold. To your point, Kimber, like that allows you to kind of like back up a little bit and mm-hmm. see it, even if it's just you working through it. I think I think that's fantastic. And I love um, Kimber and Tiffany both made a comment, but I'm going to like put a little pin on it to say, as you're going back and making these lists, go back and circle the themes. Go back and circle the words that bring you the most joy. Because you are you like the goal of this is to do a brain dump. It's not to be in judgment before you write something down that that has to be the thing. It's brain dump everything that brings you joy. Brain dump everything that you're good at. And then go back and take a look at where the themes are. Take a look at the words that spark something in you or really resonate for you and circle those. And those become then what you're pulling through. And, that, and that's what we did with Her Best Life too, is we went through and we probably had 30 or 40 words that we all wrote down between all of us that resonated with us, but we picked five or six that actually went into the mission statement. So not everything needs to get used. You're going to date this. You can change the words out if it isn't what works for you. You can change direction. If you go in this direction and it it doesn't actually spark as much joy as you thought it would, that's okay. Um, but really looking for those themes, like Tiffany was saying, where all of a sudden she realized experiences and the art of gathering and enjoyment and making things fun, like all of those things started to all of a sudden spark that joy that um, you've we've seen over the last four years. I mean, I feel like I've seen that bubble up like that effervescence bubble up out of you that I that I wasn't seeing before. So it's really cool when you all of a sudden you see that clarity come and that spark that gets created. I love it. Yes. So then you're actually going to start to structure the mission statement. I know this is where it can get a little bit like, oh, now I got to actually start to commit to some things, but you're still dating it, right? So what <laughs> is, like when you yes. think about how this is structured, the mission for my life is to, like, and this is going to, you're going to fill this blank with do something that you're interested in. So go back to that world, right? What's something that left column, something that interests me, gives me energy and take one of those things and fill it in there through, right? The next one is something that I'm good at on your right side, right? That you're going to do something that you're interested in and passionate about, and you're going to do it through something you're really good at. And literally you can start to, you could even put multiple phrases in there and just sort of start. And that's exactly what we did as we went through this exercise as a board. We, we tested different words and we, we even asked, like, right, chat GPT, like, what are some of these words around this to kind of give, get the, that creativity flowing around what are some things that you're like, ah, yes, like that actually captures the interest and what I'm good at as you put those words together. So it's sometimes helpful to have examples. So since we've been talking about her best life, we'll start with us and then we'll go through uh, a few other ones. So Seychelles already mentioned what our mission statement was originally. So our mission is to amplify the voices and lives of women in business around the world. That was what we decided was uh, top of mind when we started the organization in 2019. After a day of going through this exercise together, 
lots of, what does this word mean to you? I don't know. That feels kind of weird to me, or that feels scientific, or that feels, you know, like we, we debated a lot of words and a lot of different things. And it was super fun. Um, where we landed for our mission statement that we are currently dating is our mission is to create an authentic, supportive community for female leaders that fuels her transformative growth. This connection empowers her to chase her joy, build her empire, and gives her permission to live her best life. So that's where we landed. But I love it. I say it in Kimber's face, like lights up. Like that's what you want. When you hear your mission statement, you should be like, yeah, we do. Yeah, we will. It needs to evoke that energy in you. And part of it, I think, is in the beginning, we were like trying to solve this, which I think we still are, right? This big movement for the world, right? We wanted to amplify. And I think when you've actually lived it and you've watched the experiences, and I mean, like the sheer joy I get watching the women that have been part of the Her Best Life community literally transform their lives. And now you actually are capturing something that every time I like read it, say it out loud, I picture the faces of the women, mm-hmm. myself included, right, who are living that journey and whose lives have been forever transformed. And then we know, actually, it then lends itself to the original mission that when women are empowered and when they are chasing their joy and when they are enjoying experiencing the moment, they actually are amplifying their own lives and those of women like literally around the world. And so it, it became like, how do we actually narrow? Sometimes narrowing the mission actually creates that bigger, broader impact. Well, let's do Coca-Cola's mission. Coca-Cola's mission is to refresh the world in mind, body, and spirit, to inspire moments of optimism and happiness through our brands and actions. So it's interesting. I I love your word marketing. I did too. I liked it refresh and I liked inspire moments of optimism and happiness. Like if you look at their advertising, it's it's all about the the connectivity of your coming together over a refreshing beverage, right? It's mm-hmm. during an experience. It's not like, oh, drink a Coke in the car by yourself. It's like we're doing something together often with their advertising, which is really interesting. All right. Walt Disney World. I, I just love Walt Disney. I do. Um, Okay, so their mission is to entertain, inform, and inspire people around the globe through the power of unparalleled storytelling, reflecting Mm -hmm. the iconic brands, creative minds, and innovative technologies that make ours the world's premier entertainment company. I feel like what's interesting with that is they have almost a little bit of a goal in there with the mission. They really do. They do. To be – like the end of it, if you look at the end, the beginning of it's like very mission-driven, right? Entertain, inform, inspire people around the globe, which I think they absolutely do. Um, with their unparalleled, through their unparalleled storytelling. That's super cool. Then it's interesting though, because then they kind of like round it at the end into a goal. Because it's like, then like reflecting our brands, creative minds, innovative technologies to make our company the world's premier entertainment company. Like, I think that's interesting that they kind of like pulled those two together a little bit. Yes. Merge. It'd be interesting to look at these large brands that we are so right familiar with at the evolution of that mission, right? Like what, where yes. did it change and evolve? Because you do see like they become way more robust, I think as similar to Her Best Life, you start huh. to really yeah. distill who it is that we want to be and what do we want to do. 
mean, Amazon yeah. similar, right? Look at Amazon to be mm-hmm. Earth's most Earth's most customer centric company where customers can find and discover anything they might want to buy online and endeavors to offer its customers the lowest possible prices. I mean, a little bit of goal in there too, fulfilling right? that mission. Right? Yeah, a little bit of a goal. They're in doing there. pretty good. They're doing yeah. pretty good at their mission. I, I would Earths, say. I would right? say like they were like the Earth. I know. They're like <laughs> pretty soon it's like, going to be like I, end I Mars. About, yeah. Well, I was going to say. I wonder what the decision was on that. Knowing you, you debate every word. So why did yeah. he use Earth? Probably because I don't know. Maybe they're going to have another company that services not Earth. You know, I don't know. I know. I'm, I'm really curious. I mean, especially with Bezos, like launching himself into space. I mean, you just don't know. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I did. I did some research. Here's one kind of a before and an after. So I researched Apple, and when Steve Jobs was there, the mission was to make a contribution to the world by making tools for the mind that advance humankind. Okay. So it's like very, I mean, he doesn't mention technology in there once for the record. There's no like clean brand iPhone, like there's no anything of that. It's literally we're making a contribution in the world with tools to advance humankind. Now their current mission statement um, has evolved. So the current mission statement is um, bringing the best user experience to customers through innovative hardware, software, and services. Isn't that interesting? So like this whole contribution to humankind has now changed to the best user experience through their tech, basically. So I thought that was kind of interesting because you can see their brand evolving. As they've gained, I'm sure, you know, it's like what percentage of humans have an, you know, Apple product, like, Maybe they've said we fulfilled the the advancing yeah. humankind. We Maybe they think here. we're like we've done it. We've yeah. done that part. Let's now yeah. make it a positive experience. That's yeah. interesting. So I thought that was really interesting too. But that's not just a new like nuances of words changing. Like that's a a completely different. It's a direction. Statement. So yeah, it's a different direction. To the question: Can you change your mission statement? Well, if Apple, Apple can do Apple, it, if yeah. Apple can do it. <laughs> Exactly. exactly. I do think about the words of Simon Sinek, like people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. And when you look at all of those mission statements, like they are leading with the why, like this bigger Mm -hmm. service to the world or the earth, right? So thinking about as you you start to date and the mission, like thinking about that why and making sure that that's captured. People don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. I love that. So you've done all this work, you've come up with your mission statement, you have nuanced the words to what you feel great about. Step five, you need to put it out into the world. You need to start saying it out loud to other people. See if you get that crazy Kimber grin on your face, whatever you say it, because you love it so much. Like, what's your experience in saying it? Put it on a website. Don't freak out about it can change. It can change the next day. If you put it out there and then you like can't sleep because you think it's wrong. Okay. Go change a word. Like it's really simple to make those changes. So embrace the work you've done, go out and start living like that's your mission statement and see how you feel about it. Um, and hopefully it's big enough that you want to keep chasing and fulfilling your mission so that you can lead a big business that funds, you know, an even bigger life. I love that. Let's go out there and do our mission statements together. Send us yours if you have it. 
And if you liked today's episode, please, 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 we grow by word of mouth. So share us, write a review, leave us a five-star rating, and go out there and lead a big business and an even bigger life. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Have a great week. <laughs>